Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, if you live in a town or city, chances are you don't see that much of it. We tend to follow the same routes every day, but there are a group of people around the world called Every Single Streeters who want to travel down every street in the place they live. Michael Shanks, a teacher, has just achieved his aim of running down every street in Glasgow, all 6,000 of them. Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, Could you start by uh, telling us about uh, the website City Strides and how that works? Yeah, so it's a fantastic resource I've been using to run every single street in my city. And it's it's very simple. You just go out for a run and whatever app you normally use to record your run just syncs up to it. And it tells you how many streets you've run in your in your town or city. Right. So it, it's it, the GPS. If you carry a device with you, it's going it, to it's going to be keeping a track of you as you're moving around. So you don't have to be marking things off a map or anything. Exactly, yeah. So you don't need to think about what streets you're going down. You just come back and it's already synced and you have a wee look and you can see where you've been. Right, okay. And the rules are to do this that you can't just kind of go around a corner looking and go back the corner you came. You have to go the length of the street. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, people can make whatever rules they want, to be fair. But uh, yeah, the, to tick off the streets, you you have to run the whole length of the street or walk the whole length of the street. You don't have to run them. but um, So you've got to kind of go through every single uh, bit on the map and tick it off and then it gives you the whole street. Yeah. Now, what's interesting uh, was was I read that when before you embarked on doing this, you put into city streets to see how much of, of Glasgow you'd already covered. How much was that? Yeah, it, it was really, really small amounts considering I've been running three or four times a week for 15 years in Glasgow. I think I'd run maybe 8% of the city. And I think that's that's probably true of most of us. We, mm. we tend to become creatures of habit and we, we run around streets we know or parks in our local neighbourhood. We maybe don't explore that much further. And for me, that was that was the biggest thing about this. I'm, I'm certainly not an athlete. So it was the adventure of it all rather than, than any kind of athletic challenge that was, was of interest to me. Yeah, though I, I imagine there's probably parts of Glasgow that you visited you thought, God, I haven't been here in 10 years or, or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And I think the interesting thing is actually places very close to me that, that I'd just never gone down, um, which is really, really mm. interesting. You tend to, I think you find a route to get to the train station or to your work or wherever, and you just you just go that way. So that was really, really interesting, just exploring places in my own home that I'd never been before. Now, it's um, it's 6,000 streets you were down. That's a nice, neat figure. Was it? Is it pretty straightforward to delineate where Glasgow ends and the next place begins? It is in Glasgow's case because the the city has a single local government that covers the whole city, so they, they, it's mapped fairly accurately. But part of the issue with you know there's thousands of people across the world now running every street in their city, uh, and part of the thing in it's certainly in Britain and I think probably in Ireland as well is our, our towns aren't always mapped that clearly. You don't know when you're leaving one town and going into another, or mm. um, so that makes it a little bit tricky. But um, I think the thing I've been saying to people who have got in touch is don't you don't have to stick too strictly to what other people have done. I think just set out to explore your local neighbourhood. Uh, I've had people get in touch with me who have just gone and bought a paper map and have just highlighted streets as they've been going, which they find quite nice. So there's lots of different ways of doing it. Yeah, and your perception then, of are you originally a Glaswegian? 
No, I come from a little bit down the coast, so uh, yeah. but I moved here for university a while ago. So. Ah, right. So you've been there a long. But so your perception of that city has that changed as a, as a result of that? Because as you say, we tend to if you live people who live in urban areas tend to kind of uh, almost put a groove in the same paths every day. Mm. Yeah, my perception's definitely changed, and I think that's that's really the thing I would recommend to other people about is it opened my eyes to in some ways how big the city is just the scale of the different communities within it uh, but also kind of how small it is in the same sense that you can actually get from one end to the other reasonably quickly Um, and all the other little nooks and crannies as you would say in, in Scots for uh, all over the city which is was just so so interesting yeah because I, I was interested to read that that is it true Glasgow has more green spaces than any other European city uh, yeah I think that's true I mean Glasgow in in Gaelic means dear green place so it has a huge number of parks all across the city when you look at a, a map from above there's there's huge parks all across the city so uh, that was interesting I've been in I don't know if I'm the only person ever but I probably am who have been in every single green space in the city so I've been Mm. ticking those off as well yeah is Glasgow going through a process of being gentrified Uh, I don't know if gentrified is the word but it's certainly it's certainly going through another phase of redevelopment as it has done you know for for centuries probably but certainly that um kind of post-war housing is is changing significantly. And one of the interesting things was just the communities in Glasgow, which have a kind of undeserved reputation, uh, you know, a historic reputation for for poverty and mm. um, actually are changing a lot and are are becoming uh, regenerated places with, with a lot of new housing, a lot of community facilities and things. So there's a lot of poverty in Glasgow. I definitely saw that. But I think people's perception of the city is definitely quite outdated. Yeah, that, that regeneration, does it does that involve knocking down buildings and replacing them or, or you know, taking what's already there and, and, and giving it a fresh lease of life? Uh, unfortunately, Glasgow has a really bad reputation for just demolishing buildings and building not very great architecture in its place. So there are a lot of, and I, I've ran past quite a lot of these of buildings that are Victorian in particular that are at risk of, of uh, collapsing because they haven't been maintained properly. A lot of old Victorian schools in particular. Mm. Uh, And it's a great shame because we have some fantastic architecture, but a lot of it is just um, drifting away from neglect and being replaced with not very great housing. So, but there's, there's... yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I was because because I, as I understand, you are writing a book about this, so you took the opportunity to speak to people in different yeah. areas, but especially in in those kind of instances, there would have been people I assume were kind of a folk memory of the place that might be older than the building they're living in now. Yeah, that's exactly true. So yeah, it was really, really interesting. I mean, I think one of the benefits of lockdown was I would be running down a street and and I think people kind of wanted a bit of a conversation. So it was quite nice actually to, um, you know, usually people thinking I was just lost and it started a conversation. Um, But I met, for example, in in Drumchapel, one of the housing schemes uh, just outside the city, I met a guy who had lived in the same street, but in four different houses Hmm. over his lifetime, just various versions that have been demolished and rebuilt and demolished and rebuilt um and that was so interesting to his perspective as a 90 year old on on this community changing around him yeah were you very organized in the sense of of did you kind of plan out it was it sector by sector or or because i can imagine you might find yourself in a position that there's some some three or four random streets you'd almost have to drive there just so you could run those streets (laughs) to complete the thing I was appallingly badly organized <laughs> at the beginning, which meant I, I had 
exactly that. I had random streets all over the place that I hadn't run that I had to go back and do again. And uh, I'm, I'm a scout leader and my, my map reading skills were atrocious. So I would get lost and go down the wrong street and then have to go back and do it again. Um, but partly I think that is the fun of it. I mean, it, it, the inspiration in some ways was was Ricky Gates, the athlete in America who ran San Francisco, but he, mm. he ran it all in four months and had a very methodical plan. In some ways, I was just going out to explore. So uh, it didn't really matter if I got lost and did something I wasn't planning to do. Yeah. Um, but the point of the book that I'm writing is really about the kind of social history of a lot of these streets. So I was quite keen to run a run a chunk of the city and then go back and and look at the history of that area and learn a bit about it and then do another area. Now that you've stopped, Michael, does it feel weird? Uh, do, do you feel like you want to go and do something else now? It feels really strange. Every time I go for a run now, I feel like I don't know where I'm going. I feel like I should have a map <laughs> or something. It's a really strange feeling to just go wherever I feel like. Um, I don't know what's next. Uh, I, I might uh, run a few other streets just outside the city. There's a few other towns around about, but... Um, I'm kind of enjoying sitting at peace, to be honest. A uh, fascinating thing to do, nonetheless. Uh, Michael Shanks, thank you very much. Thanks very much. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.